0: Okay, so Bill Gates was kind of talking. About-
1: <laughs> yeah, God forbid we had to use Skype.
0: You know, if you weren't one of the originals that was like, oh, got to get toilet paper. I don't know why, but I'm going to stock up on like two years worth of toilet paper. <laughs> the media definitely made it worse. Oh, I my think. goodness. Yes, sir. Yeah. Go
1: off. Stand up. <laughs> Over these episodes, I think I find myself coming across as a very paranoid and distrusting person. And that's definitely true to a degree. What is
0: up guys? I'm Shiva.
1: I'm Sean and welcome to the Just Things series. Where Shiva and I just ask each other questions, kind of bounce off of each other and just see where it takes us. Hope you guys enjoy. Let's get into it. Let's go.
0: all right so today's topic is one that is near and dear to our hearts it's one that's changed a lot of lives Mm -hmm. and one that sucks ass so sean what happened in 2020 what why did covid become a thing why is this even a thing
1: because some bitch ass ate a bat bro (laughs) some guy
0: ate a bat no
1: batman well you you would hope so because i feel like Batman would have the resources to make sure that that shit didn't get out. But some dude in China decided to eat a bat, which I mean culturally is really normal
0: over there. But at the same time, I feel like well, actually, first off, is it normal over there? Well, even taking a step back further, was it actually someone eating a bat or was that a cover up?
1: See, you know, man, I lean both ways. I'm going to be real with you. And we might, I might get some flame for this, but dude, I mean, there's a lot. It's because they're like, oh, the market that the bat came from was like Two three miles from this massive like Wuhan research facility, and so I don't know if it was intentional or not, if it came from the lab or it came from like an, a bat or whatever. But dude, either way, that shit is awful. It's killed.
0: Well, you heard about the reporter, right? That yeah just disappeared. Yeah, and, was and there was a
1: like a doctor out, too, wasn't there? Out what
0: happened? Yeah, it was a doctor. Oh. It was a doctor. I think yeah, it and a then they were just
1: can't poop gone. Which I mean isn't necessarily yeah. odd for China. <laughs> but like, yeah, dude, I don't, as if like why it happened, I don't really know. But at the, I mean, I do think there was a lot of fumbling around and a lot of politics that got in the way because, you know, people, whether you agree with past presidents or, you know, future presidents or whatever of your lifetimes, everyone's going to hate on whatever the current president is doing for some reason. You can't win, you know, there's going to, you're going to anger some people, you're going to please others. And in this past one, it was, you know, it's understandable that people were distraught and there was alarm and stuff like that. Um, But it turned into so much excess that it started causing problems, right? And so, you know, you combine a bunch of different things and you combine how the government sucks and how they're, you know, they just are really in it for personal gain and things like that. And then you get, you know, 500,000 people dead in the US alone, and you get, you know, millions dead across the world. And it was just turned into this massive, awful thing. Um, And I hope we've learned from it, honestly. But
0: yeah, what do you think about all this? What I found interesting was by the time the news reached the United States, right? And this was like rumors spreading around, you know, December, and everyone's like, "Yeah, whatever." And like January, people like, "Yeah, whatever." And then March hit out of nowhere, and everyone's Mm -hmm. like, "All right, we're leaving." And then universities are like, "All right, get out." And everyone was like, "Okay, go home." And this whole country just—it shook us. Apparently, the last time sports was ever canceled in history, like football, and even the Olympics, by the way was World War Two? Oh, wow. It it has never been canceled other than that one event, and then finally this one Dude, I did in not know that. Yeah, so the Olympics were supposed to happen in 2020, and that got pushed, which is also kind of ironic because I think it was supposed to be in Japan, and when it was canceled last time, it was also supposed oh, to be in Japan. Oh, but then World War Two. So, and people were like, no, nah, we can't. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and then and then you know this one with COVID and everything. They're like, no, nah, <laughs> we don't want people here. <laughs> so that is actually really wild. I, I mean, that's one. Of, it comes mm-hmm.
1: to show that that cliche, you know, like people who don't know their history are doomed to repeat it. You know, I mean, not that this was any fault of our own, I suppose, but I don't know, man. History finds its way of repeating itself. So that's I think it's kind of crazy. Well, I mean, speaking of
0: which, you've heard of what Bill Gates has no, said, No, what Bill right? Gates say. About the outbreaks? No. Okay. uh, Maybe, but explain it to me because I feel like I don't. All right. Hey, Jonathan, can you pull that up? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. He got it for me. So, yeah. So, anyways, Bill Gates has had like interviews and stuff and he's like, oh, yeah. So, every hundred years, around every hundred years, we see history repeating itself where we have a huge virus outbreak. And that might even be because of, you know, ever since we've gotten settlements and People have become closer together and we have such a globalized world now that I think that it's only going to get worse in the future. But we also will have technology better to combat things like this. Like we had Zoom in order to maintain life and everything, right? We had technology that helped us. People were able to work from home. Like if we didn't have the internet or technology, we wouldn't have been able to probably survive as well as we had in society. I think tech really helped us in terms of everyone go home. Yeah. God forbid we had to use Skype.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Skype or like, or oh, like Google Hangouts. <laughs> FaceTime's all right though, but like not optimal for classes. But um, yeah, Bill Gates was saying like every hundred years we see like a an outbreak and Jonathan pulled this up for me and he, and it says, right. So 1720, there was the black death around 1720, around 1820, it was cholera Around 1920, the Spanish flu, and then finally 2020, we had the coronavirus.
1: That's almost sus. Isn't that weird? Like, like it's almost... what? Like, how is there a cycle so perfectly like that? I have honestly... I do not even have any idea of where to start and how to explain that. Yeah. Well, okay, so... weird. You're talking about technology and stuff, and as we, like, every, you know, 100 years when these big breakouts come and we're able to handle them better, it kind of has me... Cure. so in hospitals there's I, I guess an issue of because you know hospitals have so much medicine and antibiotics and anti, anti you know, viral medication stuff like that the you know quote- unquote bugs or like the bacteria and things that infect people they become more resistant to massive amounts of these things like antibiotics right and so one of the issues in the hospital setting is is with like infection and things like that. Because if you're infected by one of these types of bacteria that has become, by living in the hospital, has become so resistant to uh, all these antibiotics and different drugs that they tend to use, it became really dangerous because then all of the stuff that we go to, it's already resistant to. And, it, you know, that has to do with microevolution and things like that. And, you know micro versus macro versus all these you know evolution is debated by some and you know not by others but microevolution in the sense of you know watching bacteria you know we can just hone in on that watching bacteria evolve mm. can't be disputed it just can't because you can see real time just so many mm-hmm. experiments because they just bacteria you know do so fast that you can see it within a day you can see it within a week you know a
0: month well even covid is just a it's, sars, yeah, a SARS virus, right? form like of so, yeah something like that i'm something. not super into it's it like, yeah it's 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 a, f- a different form of the sars virus which was a big outbreak like what eight ten years ago i don't know yeah, they mutate and they get stronger, and people are worried that the next coronavirus will be a little bit more mutated. And like- my
1: thing is, what if the next bug is along the lines of those hospital bacteria, right? Like it comes out like so. The problem with viruses is that we don't really have a way to, other than helping our bodies like get rid of it naturally. We don't really have a way to combat viruses. Um, the you know, of course, there's mm-hmm. there's a lot to get into there, but so my thing is what if it's a bacteria and that bacteria is so resistant to like every antibiotic and whatever that we have that even though it's a bacteria it gets you know it just starts killing hundreds of thousands millions of people and there's, I mean there's so many ways we could like what ifs this situation but I don't know because every hundred years if the bugs just keep getting worse does our technology keep up uh, hopefully right but I mean, at some point, maybe there's not enough overlap Mm -hmm. there and the bug just kind of, like, ice ages us, you know? It kind of just resets.
0: Okay, so first off, the human immune system is very adaptable, but it takes a lot of exposure to overcome these certain levels of immunity, right? Some people have way better immunity than others. I don't know if you've ever heard of, like, parents being like oh yeah i let my kid eat dirt like and it helps their immune system kind of weird but like it does right so yeah there is truth to it it is super weird though but (laughs) i mean like my biggest worry would be like your kid is like now 15 in high school like still eating (laughs) yeah still like like, wets his bed and shit (laughs) (laughs) yeah so you know i mean like yeah immunity building is is key but there is things like bats and rodents that are just known to be huge on containing yeah. you know, viruses, bacterias, and and other like health-related problems and such. So it's just like, I don't know, I feel like this could have just been avoided if we assumed, you know, don't eat the most disease-filled <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> creatures on Earth. <laughs> is, you know, you make a great point here. <laughs> <laughs> Cause like that one didn't come from like the beef industry or anything, you know, cause we've had mad cow disease and things like that. And um, the bird, the swine flu and and things like that. But, and see, those are more common, but those weren't like global pandemics. This one was from a bat and the black death was from, from rats. More specifically, it was like what Mm -hmm. fleas on the rats or something. But anyways, you know what I mean? So like, this could have been a little bit more avoidable, I think. Absolutely. Um, had it been contained. But that's where the conspiracy comes in on, like, was it supposed to be contained or was it purposely let out?
1: Yeah. And, that, I mean, so, again, like I was saying earlier, there's so much bureaucratic nonsense that goes into this, especially in the United States where a two-party system isn't what the, you know, quote-unquote founding fathers intended at all. The two-party system is completely broken,
0: didn't George Washington? Be, wasn't he against it? Yeah, all of
1: the literally all of the founding fathers saw the issues with parties, and essentially wrote it in a, such a way that you could argue that the interpretation is, "Hey, there's not supposed to be parties, right?" Because I mean, and it's it's logical too. If you think about it, even just right now, if you were to sit down and say, "Okay, do I want to vote on someone based on what the entire party's platform is, or do I want to vote on someone who they specifically?" are passionate about said issues, right? And obviously you'd vote on somebody if that specific person is what's going to end up in control, not the party, you know, it, uh, talking about the office of the president, of course, then that's who you, you want to vote on the specific people. And, and so it makes sense. But in our two-party system that we have, there's, there's so much... Division and polarization, and you know, for actual change to occur, yeah. And, and so, yeah. you have, you know, okay, you're a Democrat now, I automatically think of you in some way. Oh, you're a mm-hmm. Republican now, I automatically think of you in a different way. And it's just, it's so wild, you know, even in not even the government, just the country in general, it's just that polarization is so real. And then, when you try to make them cohesive at all it doesn't really work and then you try to make them cohesive in the midst of a global pandemic where people are already freaking out there's just so many problems that are like baseline foundational that by the time you get to you know the surface of trying to deal with a a a pandemic such as covid there's just just so many issues there were so many things that could have been done better and it's just absolutely wild that the government didn't because the government is still collecting their paychecks man they like Mm -hmm. why would they care and so i don't know I'm definitely biased on this issue, but...
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it was very poorly handled. I agree. It's very weird, man. It's definitely one of those things when we're old and we're, like, telling the young kids that are, like, 10 years old and we're, like, 50, 60, 70, and we're, like, yeah, I was, you know, I was in my prime 20s of, of during the, you know... The coronavirus pandemic, and they're like, "Ah, oh, Grandpa, you're so old. Like, <laughs> 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 that's <just> crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. You're so old. I see that in my history books,
1: <laughs> dude. It's, I think it's already in the history books, man. There's stuff in our lifetime. I'm sure the history books. And that's just I mean, wild. it's just like,
0: one of those things. It doesn't need time for to make it in the history book. It yeah. was just so monumental that exactly. it instantly was the one. Yeah, which is just I don't know, it's kind of crazy to think about. But yeah, know mm-hmm. you're right how do you how do you feel about covid's impact on society in more depth in the united states you know everything from ratings suicides job opportunities
1: well so that's another thing that made it so deadly right because the numbers we're seeing from and you know i i say this from a point of view that i've definitely kept fairly well track of covid death rates and how they're reported and things like that and and you know there's you can some people call them conspiracies or just plain issues where um and I don't think this is necessarily off to say, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But you know, hospitals were getting extra funding based on how many COVID patients they had and how many, you know, COVID patients were dying. And so there was a theory at least, I don't know if it's been proven not yet or, or what, that hospitals were overreporting COVID cases because they wanted the extra funding. Which when you think about how our healthcare system works, isn't, doesn't sound too far off base. And so you have those numbers that are again, possibly maybe being overreported. And even if they're not, those numbers are still scary. And then when you don't even think about or consider the fact that, I mean, the suicide rates, the child abuse rates, the domestic violence rates, all of these different depression rates, anxiety rates, all these different things that can lead to more deaths have indeed led to more deaths i mean it's just skyrocketed in those categories and you know it's just absolutely wild when you think okay COVID's killed millions of people but how many more has COVID killed due to all these other things such as you know suicide or in depression anxiety abuse things like that and you know we're talking about grocery stores and how you know as soon as this stuff was coming out people went and got toilet paper It made no sense. COVID Mm -hmm. doesn't cause you to shit yourself. Like, I mean, yeah, there might be some intestinal issues, but I mean, there's no reason for you to stock up on 20,000 rolls of toilet paper and then try to price gouge some kid that actually needs it.
0: What's crazy about that is the momentum for that built up so fast, you know, because like, you know, if you weren't one of the originals that was like, oh, got to get toilet paper. I don't know why, but I'm going to stock up on like two years worth of toilet paper, <laughs> you know, stocks up on that. You see everyone else doing it and you're like, well, like, well, shit, like, yeah, I need toilet paper eventually. Like, I don't want to just like go to the store in like two months and it be like all gone. Exactly. You know? So yeah. everyone starts raiding because you're like, well, I'm not going to miss out when I need it. Mm-hmm. Precisely.
1: So. Yeah. And it's just. You know, you get that, like, herd pack, like, oh, well, if peer pressure, you know, if you're doing it, well, I I gotta I don't want to be left out, you know, because, like, what if you're right? It's better that I err on the side of caution and get, you know, 80 rolls of toilet paper than have
0: none when I need it and have to use my
1: hand, you know, like.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like, do you remember our episode two about the zombie apocalypse? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. For those of you listening, if you haven't checked out that episode, it's actually pretty great. Yeah, it's really good. Good feedback on it. Yeah, sh- shameless plug (laughs) (laughs) anyways well what i was trying to say is in that episode we talked about like vaguely talked about like rating and stuff and like fought like herd mentality on that yeah and like that's just so true like there was just such a herd mentality to just buy 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 everything like walmarts were just being cleared of everything in their aisles like i'm sure people buying shit that they don't even didn't even need at all oh for sure at all yeah so i don't know it was just it just makes you wonder man like what like when an apocalypse does happen like people freak out and the media definitely made it worse oh my
1: goodness yes sir go off stand
0: up (laughs) yeah dude no like the media needs to chill out i think i think we're reaching a new wave here where people are caring, at least our generation and further are caring less about the news medias and finding on their finding out on their own like information from other apps yeah or other
1: sources at least
0: yeah other sources like i think people are watching less cnn fox news and things like that and tv anchor stuff and you know tv related channels and more so like documentaries and things like that on netflix and stuff so i think we're starting to get more of the truth like the social dilemma was a great is a great example you know that really exposed how the you know The social media presence in our society is is kind of impacting us yeah yeah absolutely yeah so I think we're finally starting to get real knowledge out there
1: I think because one of my things like you're mentioning like you know media and stuff like that and I'm a very you know I I, (laughs) over these episodes (laughs) I think I find myself coming across as a very paranoid and distrusting person and that's (laughs) definitely true to a degree both sides have been caught in so many lies at this point and it always brings me back like again like with like you know certain government aspects like there's lobbying well yeah. lobbying is literally just bribery <laughs> it's literally <laughs> just big corporations bribing congress to get votes that go their way or you know whatever and then you have insider trading right so bribery mm-hmm. is illegal for everybody else but when you call it lobbying and put it in the government now it's fine well yeah. then you have insider trading there's people that go to jail for decades for insider trading right Mm -hmm. then they just relabel it as nothing in congress and they know that bills are going to come across their desk and so they invest in you know tesla or they invest in pharmaceutical companies because they know these bills are going to come across and they know that like for example with the covid pandemic all those stimulus packages included funding and a lot of you know Research funding for these massive corporations. Well, mm-hmm. it's a sh- you know, is it actually a shocker that when you go in because there's public records to see, you know, investing and, and
0: you know things like that. You can watch their portfolios. Exactly, you can see anybody's portfolio. And and
1: you look at all of these government officials who made like what, a couple of weeks and maybe a month before invested millions of dollars in these companies, and then they just signed their own package. And so a lot of my distrust for this like. You know the administration and bureaucracy just across the board comes from things like this and then when you have the media which has become so controlling on whatever stories do and don't get published you know to the populace it's just it furthers that distrust in you know organizations and institutions such as that and so i'm actually really much glad that this pandemic has probably brought to light a lot of those things and that people are at least more so tending to be like question some things you know that can also again that can cause some problems when something is just objectively a fact and people still question it
0: you know something great i've noticed the pandemic has opened eyes to Hmm. is our education system and how
1: effed it is Yeah. yeah yeah yeah
0: you know you go through 22 years of schooling through college and you still don't get taught how to do your damn taxes, Facts, man. Bro. Thank God for TurboTax. Sponsor us. <laughs> yeah. Like, seriously, man. Like, you don't know how to do your taxes. You don't know how to rent your first car, your rent, your first apartment, how to get a lease, how to get mortgages. Yeah. You know, how to get a loan. None of that. Yep. None of that. You graduate college and you're like, I buy like. I hope you learned like. I hope you remember that time I taught you, you know, calculus differentiation. Yeah, and, y equals an know, x plus b line. <laughs> yeah, so remember to use that when you're doing your taxes. Like, no, <laughs> no, you know. So, and it's crazy because I even hear professors starting to say this. Like, I, I have one professor, and she was like, "Yeah, I just don't want to give grades." I, she's like, "I could." I could just, you know, have classes and be like, I don't do grades. You all get A's. But that doesn't change the fact that the students still in my class have to worry about other grades and they're brainwashed into this think about grades mentality. Oh, absolutely. I know it so affects me. just, she's, yeah, she's like, I just want to be a professor where like, it's just learning. Like, we don't stress grades. We don't stress GPA. I love that, dude. Yeah. And she was like, okay, well, I feel like when I grade essays and, or when I like, you know, um, edit essays and I don't have to look at the grade, I I do a lot better job on actually editing the essay because I don't have to worry about the point system. Yeah. And the students take it better because they don't have to be like, oh, I got, you know, like they don't have to get discouraged. Like, oh, I got a D on this paper. Like, I'm not going to look at it. Yeah. Or the other way around, you're like, I got an A on this paper. I'm not going to look at the comments, you know? Yeah. So when people only care about grades and things like that. So what I'm trying to say is like, I've noticed COVID opening people's eyes to you know, like life didn't prepare me for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, giving you more time to reflect and being like, "Well, do I really want to do this with my life? Do I really want to do that? Why hasn't school ever taught us this?" You know, I'm not prepared to jump into life, and life got real for a lot of people. Yeah, and school never taught us that either. You know, how to be resilient. No, absolutely. And
1: like I'm, I'm thinking like as I'm, you know, doing all those things you were saying, like you know, reading over a lease for my apartment as I, you know, move into med school this fall and uh how I literally I was talking to my sister, my sister's a year younger than me, um, but she's getting her master's um, like I think you know this month or something. and uh, she's had a job out in California and she's just doing some crazy awesome things. and I was literally talking to her and I was like, no, utilities aren't included. And she's like, oh, well, you make you gotta make sure you set those up. And I was like, what are you talking about? I was just like, they're not included, but do I not just get billed? And she's like, no, no. Usually if it's not included, you have to just see who does the utilities for the building that you're in, set up accounts with them. And then once you get all that set up, then they start billing you because they know that you live there. And I was like, of course, that makes sense. Duh. But I had no idea, dude. I was just like. You'd
0: walk in your first day. You have no electricity, no water. exactly.
1: and And so it's just little things like that where I'm just like, okay. You know, and, and even like what security deposits, you know, it makes sense when things, when people require security deposits, right? I mean, I don't know of mm-hmm. an, an apartment or house or whatever that doesn't, but when you think about it, you're like, oh dude, it's, you know, $600 rent a month. That's crazy. Awesome. Yeah. But you also mm-hmm. have to realize that you can't just have $600 and move into a place. You have security deposits that you have to pay that don't go mm-hmm. towards your rent usually and utility bills. Utility that bills. Don't get you have to furnish the- it. You have Mm -hmm. to do all of these things where it's like, you know, ideally you grew up with, you know, your parents and you had, you know, well enough child life that these aren't really concerns that you've had at an early age. And then you Mm -hmm. get through high school and you get through college. And, yeah, you might have a degree and, you know, like mine in biology or, or, you know, minors in religion and whatever. But Mm -hmm. you get under the real world and you're constantly immediately making mistakes. Right. Thank God Mm -hmm. for our parents who, you know, with good relationships, you call them up, say, hey. Can you read over this lease? I did that. I was like, Dad, I I read it over. It looks fine to me. But I I saw this one issue at the top. Do you see anything else? And he actually pointed something else out. And I was like, I didn't even think of that. But, you know, of Mm -hmm. course, he's probably signed so many of these and mortgages and whatnot that it's just like, I think you're absolutely right. Like The code pandemic has just at least brought to the forefront. I think a lot of us knew, but at least brought to the forefront. Like, hey, you know, you pandemic in here and you kind of shift the natural like Order that everybody was used to, you know, people get unemployed and all this crazy stuff. We realize we don't actually know all that much about what we thought we did, right? GameStop, the stock thing, you know, go to the moon was a prime example. Just a meme. Dude, a meme that literally it's soared crazy. that company's stock. The the owner, dude, or CEO or whoever it was made just on un- multiple yeah, billions. it was absolutely crazy. Yeah. And you know what that did? That had people going, okay the stock market, right? And boom, people are now yeah. learning about it. Like I myself is, have invested in crypto. Like it's just, you know, all of these things that I never even crossed my mind before. Well, it
0: was about to they were about to claim bankruptcy. Well, and that's where like everyone was like, "Yo, let's let's shoot it to the moon." You know, cuz everyone's like, "Oh, I liked GameStop. Like that's nostalgic yeah, exactly. to me. I, I don't want them to go bankrupt." And everyone's like, oh, fuck it. I'll buy it." <laughs> and then like everyone's buying it and it's like, "Oh, like it went up to like $300 or $500 yeah. a share from like from like seven bucks or yeah. something. And you know where
1: else oh, God, my distrust crazy. comes from? Right. So the hedge funds and these massive investing like corporations or whatever you want to call them. they knew. They, they knew it was, literally it was going And that's why they were, like, I can't, what's it called? Oh, like shorting, shorting a stock.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was, they're shorting it and they got really pissed that like it was, they were trying to Dude, hold their ground. And that's on another
1: it. thing. You have this massive elite. These massive elite institution corporations that are literally making money off of other companies and other people's demise right by shorting stocks knowing Mm -hmm. that these things are going to go lower and all this different things and if you guys don't know what shorting a stock is definitely look it up it's actually quite interesting Um, but essentially what happens Mm -hmm. is you buy you borrow a stock And you sell it to somebody else knowing that it drops. And so when they're forced to sell it back to you, you've essentially made money. That's baseline, you know, layman's term, kind of how it works. And these big, big corporations are doing that to, you know, for example, GameStop. Well, there's another where some of my distrust comes from is that they're allowed to do that all day, every day, no matter what, and make millions, right? There's these Mm -hmm. billion-dollar hedge funds that are doing this. But the second, the common person Decides to switch it up and just do something that they want to do in you know, in quote unquote mm-hmm. free America, they shut it down. You saw Robin Hood was stopped
0: trading. They're, yeah, they, they did. literally yeah, just they did. shut it. They stop people from buying the stock. Yeah, so it's it fine. Kind of exactly. messed up. It's
1: fine when the elite do it, but we can't. And that just kind of I think that a lot of things into perspective, man. Yeah, it started off as a meme, but I think it did some good.
0: Yeah, like I said, man, this this whole thing how it's affected society is just very interesting. I think we're gonna see a lot of articles and and research in the next few years that kind of eye open how society really is. No, you
1: know? absolutely, and it's like it got It has me thinking, like all of the effects that COVID has done, like to me and like my family and things like that. And mm-hmm. I kind of wanted to like talk about just a little bit how. Uh,
0: what are you gonna say? Oh, real quick, I had I had a couple I had a couple more quick examples that oh, that are go, like kind of crazy. Yeah. Like we said, it's it's affected society and society will honestly, it'll never be the same after Facts. this. Like some things will be very different and forever different. It's still up for toss how handshakes and things mm-hmm. are gonna be. I think I think those would be normal. I think those would be fine and whatnot. I was calling this like months and months ago that these menus at restaurants are forever gonna probably change saves a money electronic. Man. It saves them money. They can edit it quicker. They don't have to, you know, throw away paper and then print out new paper every time they edit the menus. You can do a lot more with electronic menus. You can, you know, add pictures, make it more, like, you know, aesthetic. And, And it's just easier. Everyone has a phone. You don't have to, like, give people menus. As soon as you sit them at a table, boom, they can scan it. Right. So I think there's going to be shifts there. If you think about like sanitation, like if you think about the subways and stuff, you know how like you like we saw videos of like cities cleaning out subways. Mm -hmm. Like I'm pretty sure some cities have just never cleaned their subway.
1: I would agree. I went to New York literally right before this happened. I was in New York when like everybody was like, oh shit, it's here. And I mean, it wasn't as dirty as I thought it was, but it was questionable. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, I think we're going to have new sanitation measures and stuff, too. Just, like,
1: baseline sanitation measures. Yeah. I think you're yeah. right. No, I definitely agree with that.
0: But, yeah, on to what you were saying about how, you know, at a personal yeah, level. I was
1: just thinking, like, at a personal level. So, for me, you know, COVID changed a lot, right? Like, it really hit my family hard. You know, there's a lot of complications there. We already weren't, you know, doing too well. And um, I just thought, like, during the middle of when I was finalizing my medical school, interviews and applications and things like that i actually got covid and i was you know in my yeah so my mom had got covid my dad has had covid like a few times actually and uh, my mom didn't have any symptoms like at all she'd like the only way she knew is because she was donating plasma i believe and you get extra money if you have covid antibodies right because you know things like that and so she was like oh okay and Then my dad, you know, he figured out he had it and it was just like, okay. And when my dad had it like the the last like one or two times or whatever it was, because he, you know, has some things. And so it's a little easier for him to get it. You know, he had all these symptoms and things like that. And so I was like, oh, thank, please, no symptoms, whatever. Mm -hmm. And of course, you know, I was isolating for the, you know, CDC recommended time, doing everything on my own that, you know, so I don't spread it. But dude, it kicked my butt. Recording this, I don't even know how many months later, I still can't smell or taste. I can't smell anything. And let me tell you, man, I take the meanest shits. I mean, and (laughs) to sit there and not smell it at all is almost disheartening (laughs) because not that it was a bite for me, (laughs) (laughs) but I mean, when I'm sitting there and I'm just like, I don't know if I'm ill or not, because like, is it different? You know, like your poop is very important. And so (laughs) that's just how I was i was you know who's one of the things i still hate is that i'm like oh i love this place and especially as i'm moving away from like you know where i've been the past i don't even know how many mm-hmm. years and i'm just oh, i want to eat at this place one last time or this place i can't <laughs> because i can't taste any of that stuff yeah it really does dude and like when people say like the symptoms because i mean again it kicked my butt so my symptoms were you know massive headaches congestion throat hurt cough body aches I mean, literally everything that you would think from the flu, you just turn that shit up to 10. And like, I mean, it was awful. And of course there was like, there's concerns of like what COVID does with clotting because like, you know, you lay in bed for like so long and things like that, especially in our age group. And so Mm -hmm. I was trying to get up and move around. But I mean, even things like brain fog, like you just can't focus. You can't focus at all. And Mm -hmm. then there's um, COVID insomnia where it's just like, for some reason, doesn't let you sleep. I shit you not, dude. For literally... And so for me dude I'm I like I'm not even exaggerating for about 5 days it felt like I hadn't slept because I would go to sleep and then wake up wow. just more tired like it literally felt like I just had passed like 6 hours like I hadn't actually slept you know and then uh towards the end my skin would literally it was hurting like imagine like a flu body ache for your skin, but it's also super sensitive. So I actually had a cloth that I had to put on my desk because if the desk was too cold, it would physically hurt my skin. Dude, it was absolutely wild. And it really, again, it kicked my butt, man. But like, it's things like that where you're like, I've been sick before I've been injured. I've been like really sick before, but never have I been like, so confused by a disease just the symptoms (laughs) and how i felt and all these different things are just so unique across the board against like a lot of populations and individuals that you know my ass was sitting there and i was just confused brain fogged dazed up and just like for you know Mm -hmm. 10 14 days or whatever it was and i was just like
0: like dude uh,
1: (laughs) it was it was wild for me man
0: yeah honestly it's kind of weird because if you think about it Everyone's like, "Oh yeah, and when it first started, everyone's like, "Oh yeah, it only yeah, affects old yeah. people." And they're like, "Yo, let's go. Let's go have our spring break. It only affects old people." And then everyone's getting having fun, you know, Mardi Gras, all this, that, spring break. And then, you know, and then you hear things like this where your story is like just awful, dude, you know, awful. atrocious. <laughs> and and so like, you know, maybe maybe it's the fact that like people our age don't mm. fear death in our generation, young, but yeah, yeah, that's fair. I mean, but I don't even think it's the idea of fearing death. It's just they're also just like, uh, I don't yeah. care, you know. I'm I mm-hmm. won't get that sick. But, you know, when you do finally get sick then yeah. it sucks, and probably the worst one of all is the reminder that you still can't taste Dude, I'm taste I'm not smell. even kidding
1: you, man. Yeah, After, like, like I months. can get but I can get is it's something salty. I can, I know that it's salty. It's something sweet. I know that it's sweet, but I can't actually taste it, man. And it's, and it's, oh, I hate it. I literally have a uh, bottle of hot sauce
0: next to my monitor because I just put it on things. <laughs> just yeah, just to I taste, saw that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we have this one friend who has a similar situation and he's like, everything he smells yeah, is sulfur, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, buddy. He, um,
1: yeah. his smell hadn't come back for a while. And um, then when it did, some things just smell like sulfur to him. Yeah, and That's it's not all so the time. Like, if you're like cooking meat, okay, well, you're cooking meat, it smells like meat. And then the next time he's cooking
0: meat, it smells like sulfur. It's just wild. Do you, do you have any theory? Can you explain that in, like, a biological sense? I have sense? no idea. Like, what is happening? Is it in the brain? It's called, I think it's
1: – I believe it's called pranosmia or something like that. I could, I could be wrong. It definitely starts with a P, uh-huh. and it kind of have like, it's kind of <clears> – <throat> anosmia is, like, where you can't smell anything. And so it's, it's a P – it's, there's definitely a term for it, and it's definitely like a known thing, but I have no idea. I haven't looked into it at all. I have no idea like how it is like biologically, and I, I don't even know if it's the same as like if it happened outside of COVID. you know, is COVID using the same mechanism to do that? I don't know, but it's just, you know, yeah, something wild that happens, and that's another weird thing with COVID that like, you know, you don't get the flu and this happens, but you get COVID and then experiencing crazy, awful flu symptoms worse than any flu of your life and then now you can't smell and if you do smell it smells like rotten eggs yeah. dude like I'd be pissed
0: <laughs> it really does man yeah I agree that sucks man anyways guys thanks for checking out this episode we hope you enjoyed stay tuned for next week thanks for tuning in guys we always appreciate it it's always just things just things uh, also leave us a review and rating on Apple would much appreciate it appreciate it guys yep peace peace peace